Hello, 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 and welcome. Episode 33 of Talk the Plank on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. I'm Nathan Hirsch, and I'm here today with, as soon as I get him, Jake Slobodnik. We're here with breaking news. The Pirates have traded second baseman Adam Frazier, one of the league leaders in hitting this season for the Pirates. He is headed to San Diego to the Padres in a trade right before the deadline, about a week before the deadline, and the Pirates have received prospect back. Jake, how's it going? Well, I just woke up from a nap. Probably the worst news of my life. So I the I, worst I news of your life. It was the shittiest trade I've ever seen. It makes the Archer trade look like fucking preschool. Uh, I think you're still sleepy, my man. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at it. The Pirates got three prospects. They got, I'm sorry, I'm going to F up the names. It's still early. Two Capita Marcano, second base slash outfield for the Padres, obviously. Uh, he is 21 years old, and I'm just looking at it here. He's He's had some major league time this year. He's played 20 Five games with the Padres, 50 plate appearances so far in the majors. Obviously, he has not done much, but he is the headliner in this deal. Um, according to Fangraphs, future value is 40. So, you know, not 50, not, fi- not 60, not 70, but uh, he is a piece. They also got Jake, once again, I'm, or sorry, Jack, once again, sorry with the names, Jack Suwinski. An outfielder, he's in double A, he's 22 years old. And then, of course, uh, Mitchell Miliano, a pitcher, 21 years old, in high A right now. Uh, Three pieces for Frazier. I mean, I'm no scout. I'm not sure what to think of this, but Adam Frazier is traded. I I really don't know what to say. I really don't. (laughs) Why did the Padres want him? There was no need for the Padres to go get him. Hey, the rich keep getting richer. Uh, Adam Frazier, it is funny. They do have Jake Cronenworth over there. Perhaps he shifts over to first base. Honestly, Eric Hosmer kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. Put Adam Frazier at second. Put Adam Frazier top of that lineup just imagine adam frazier has been hitting his ass off all season long in that pirates lineup just think what he's gonna do leading off for the padres when he's got fernando tatis jr uh machado behind him it's it's he's gonna be hitting well and uh i mean it's a nice trade for the padres for sure and i think it should be noted the padres and the pirates under ben sherrington they've been They've been friendly. We sent over Musgrove and got a few pieces for him. So, I mean, there's definitely a rapport there between both uh, GMs, AJ Preller and uh, Ben Sherrington. But uh, I don't know. You look at it. Uh, Mar- Marcano is, I believe, the fifth highest ranked Padres prospect According, or sorry, eleventh best pro- prospect according to Fangraphs. Um, Swinski, he's got fifteen bombs this year in Double A. There's their pieces. We'll see how it works out. The Pirates are just adding to their farm system at this point. I would say. Yeah, but at the same time, like I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about this. Just because I would have rather 
seeing us try to swing a deal with maybe Seattle or Chicago, see what they have, because they at least have a, a stacked my uh, farm system. But San Diego, I, I'm just so confused right now. They don't need him. I, I'm sorry. They really don't. They say they're shopping Hosmer. They're going to move Cronenworth to first. I just think it's probably one of the I, – I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not really impressed by this. I know Charrington's done well before. But this is something I would have never expected, and I'm sorry. I hate this trade. I really do. I think we could have swung a big name for Adam Frazier. Something tells me that we're going to end up regretting this one. I mean, you talk about the Musgrove trade that how we sent, you know, who we got in return for him. Yes, but at the same time, we got Hudson Head, who was a highly touted prospect in their top 10, if I'm not mistaken. David Bednar, who we knew was somewhat good. His, his, his appearances last year, they weren't the greatest, but he had a lot of promise. Um, Drake Fellows was one of the guys, and he's moving up quickly, who we knew was going to happen. Um, oh, geez, who else did we get? I forget. They got Omar Cruz. They got like five players for Musgrove. Five and- players for Joe Musgrove. The, and Adam Frazier, if you, if you ask me, had a lot more promise than Musgrove. I think we could have got a lot more for that. I, I And plus, we're sitting over cash, too. We I, I don't understand this trade at all. I, I really don't. Yeah, well, I will are- say... The Pirates sent over. They're, the Pirates are basically paying for the remainder the remainder, sorry, of Adam Frazier's salary this year. You know, so they could get some some better prospects. I just want to uh, Jeremy, our awesome producer, he he gave us the pronunciations of the names. Tukupita Marcano is one. Jack Suwinski, I got that right. And then Michelle. Miliano is the third. Three prospects in return for Adam Frazier, second baseman, who, I mean, I get it. You wanted the, the, the blue chip guy, but we saw this coming. You, you see how Ben Sherrington makes trades. He's not going after the top 100, 100 prospect. He's going after guys that he himself pinpoints and sees value in. And he he's going to find his guys and he's he's going to make it work under his opinion, I guess you could say. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I can't complain. I can't complain of a trade that happens seconds after I, like all of us, am surprised that it happened now. I mean, there's still a week until the deadline. This obviously will not be the last move. There was a report today that Tyler Anderson will be traded at some point. But uh, I mean, once again, these guys, none of these guys are older than 21 years old. These are young players. These are players that Sherrington and his, uh, his crew think that they can develop and mold into the next winning team. So at this point, I, I can't be mad. Uh, I can't fault him until it starts failing, until we see some of these players come up and suck. I can't fault him for getting younger guys and developing the way he wants to and seeing certain attributes in players that he wants to see Um, until it fails. I'm all right with it. Obviously I'm not going to lie to you. These names that they have received in this trade. I mean, I I'm, I'm in the dark with it. Um, But here we are. Adam Frazier is a San Diego Padre. He's going to help them. We'll see though. I agree. Trading Frazier now is the right move. He's hitting close to 330 this year, and he is among the league leaders in hits. But, uh, I mean, you look at it. Adam Frazier is a career 280 hitter. 
He's about a two-win-per-year player. Uh, he's not a star by any means. He was an all-star this year, and he got a hit in the all-star game, and that was fun to watch as a Pirates game, or as a Pirates fan, sorry. But he is not... He's not a cornerstone. It's not like we're trading, you know, Garrett Cole here for pieces. We're trading Adam Frazier for what we can get. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens here. We'll see who else is traded. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be mad about it right now, though. All right. I might need some time to just like come down off this because that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm Love not that. a believer in this trade. I'm really not. And we had a we had a question from our viewer Josh Baker. Any chance this was a wink and nod second half of the Musgrove trade? Um, if you're implying that we got essentially railed on this, yes, I would say so. I now we got I, Jeremy coming on real quick. Jeremy, our awesome producer. Jeremy, what's up? <laughs> Man, I was I'm in Las Vegas right now. I just wanted to have a nice little vacation. You know, and I, I am gonna enjoy my vacation, but I did feel the need to to come up here and talk a little bit. Um but I'll say this in regards to that, and, and I know Jake was kinda alluding to that a little bit, but I do think because obviously with the Musgrove trade, there's so many parts to it and so many players came back in return. You know, there's a good like Ben Sherrington's done his homework on this on the Padres uh, farm system. So it's it's clear that I think he's wanted these guys for a while. And also point. mentioning the fact that, you know, the Mariners are looking to get with Merrifield from the Royals. That probably means that they were in the Frazier sweepstakes. I can't imagine that the White Sox didn't call about him. There were uh, talks about the Mets going after him. But, you know, when the trade deadline's Friday, like there was time for this to happen. Maybe, maybe, maybe he thought that. Uh, maybe Ben Sherrington thought that. You know, this was the best offer that he was going to get, and maybe he was feeling like Marcano. Because that's the thing is, is Marcano is obviously the biggest name in this, uh, in this deal, and that's that's who they're getting. Like the Michelle Miliano guy, he's at high A, and he he played his first three years in rookie ball. He's been in rookie ball since 2017, pretty much. He just moved up to high A this year, so he can't make like. I personally it, like he might not make the major leagues. Sawinski is another question mark considering he's also kind of 21, 22, but he's in double A right now. So he's not quite ready for the majors. But Marcano, as you mentioned, Nate, he's played in the majors this season. I wouldn't be surprised if he joins the team this week. Honestly, now that Frazier's yeah. gone, you have a roster spot open. You might as well fill it with, uh, you know, the guy that you just traded your best player for. So I think that. My guess is Ben Sherrington really wanted Marcano in the Musgrove trade, didn't get it, found an opportunity here, and now he uh, and he pulled the trigger. Let me just run down some of these numbers. I'm, I'm looking on fan graphs right now of some of the players they got. So we'll start with Marcano. Uh, like I said, he's 21. He spent most of his time in AAA this year. In AAA this season, he is hitting 272, 367, 444. So one thing I see there, the on-base looks pretty good. He can draw his walks. You know, he's walking more in AAA than he's striking out right now. His, his walk rate in AAA, 13.6%. Strikeout rate, 12.6%. 
he definitely seems like i mean that's that's kind of an adam frazier type uh player right there coming back right now he's obviously struggled in the majors but even in the majors he's still walking 12 percent of the time granted only 50 plate appearances but i think i think that's a decent little piece that's definitely the main piece in this trade i think we can all agree but uh you know you look at it the guy gets on base perhaps he can be he could come up now get his toes wet perhaps he's the new leadoff hitter We'll see. We'll see if it's him. We've been talking about it before. Maybe it's Rodolfo Castro. We'll just see what happens. But he's definitely one. He's definitely the uh, the biggest piece in this trade, like we've, we've said. Jack Sawinski, you look at it, kind of reminds me a little bit of Mason Martin. Strikes out a ton, although he walks a lot more in double-A this year. Walk rate, about 17%. He's striking out almost 30% of the time, but the slugging 550 on base, almost 400. He has 15 home runs in double A. He's 22 years old. So maybe it's kind of a lottery ticket. Maybe it's a guy, you know, he's going to hit some home runs. We'll see if it works out in the majors, but it's once again, I've kind of been stressing this a little bit. The pirates are adding power to the system. So I kind of like to see that. I don't. I don't think he's very high, highly regarded, but you know, it's it's just another piece. And then the third piece, Michelle Miliano, pitcher, twenty-one years old. That is definitely someone that I would consider a pro, a, a project. Uh, you look at it right now in high A this season. He's striking out almost fifteen batters per nine. But on the other hand, he's walking 8.3 per nine. So he's got good stuff in at his level. But, you know, it's a project. We'll see what happens. I think if I look at this trade from first glance, you look at it. Marcano, he's the safe bet. He's the guy. He's going to come up now. And then the other two, if they work out, if Sawinski hits some bombs, if uh, – Sorry, the third guy. Miliano, the pitcher, if he can come up, maybe be a bullpen guy. I'm not mad at it. For Adam Frazier, for what Adam Frazier is, he doesn't have that much control left. I think he probably has two years after this year, one year perhaps. I, I need to look that up. But uh, I think it's two years, Nathan, two years after this year. I I'm mean, pretty sure. I'm, I'm okay Let with this. And... Like I kind of said at the top here, until until Sherrington makes me a non-believer, I'm going to believe in what he's giving us right now. And yeah. uh, the Padres got their guy. The Padres have a very deep system, so they were able to kind of get some players from that to keep adding to their already, you know, championship contender type team. But uh, I'm all right with this return. I really am. I'm, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, to, to fact-check you there, Nate, um, he's arbitration-eligible next season, and then he's a free agent in 2023. So he has one more year of team control. So I think maybe that's part of the reason why you look at the Musgrove trade, and I believe Musgrove, if I'm not mistaken, had far more team control than that, which is why it took you know five players as opposed exactly. to three, because um, it includes uh, this season. And yeah, so so he was so Musgrove had this season. He's arbitration eligible next season, and he's also a free agent at the end of uh, at the end of next season. So um, 
or yeah, in 2023. I'm I'm pretty sure that me. I'm looking at Spotrack right now, and I'm yeah. It says he's a free agent in 2023. So they're they're both the same contract, but you're paying for a full season of Musgrove, which is why it took five players. And none of the players that they got in that trade were as high of a prospect as Marcana. The more that this is kind of you know permeating and like the information that's really starting to settle in, I think I'm start I'm starting to realize that like. I think Ben Sherrington made this trade for uh, Tukapita Marcano, and I think the other two were kind of just fillers. But that those are my thoughts for now. I'm going to let the two of you take it back. Jake? Here's the thing. The trade deadline is, this, is the end of next week. We decide to get rid of Frazier now. I think that if people seriously wanted him, we could have let them sweat it out a little bit more so now we could get way more in return. I I really, like I said, I don't know how to feel because I feel like we could have gotten a really big name for this. I really, I, I really do. Especially if you, you talk about, I, I understand Adam Frazier hasn't really produced over the years to really make him a top end second baseman, but you got to remember something. He's been trying to crush the ball for the past few years in Pittsburgh. Now he's settling into more of a contact hitter, and that's why we're seeing better results from him at the plate. If he settles into that mindset and continues doing what he does, say he does go over, or say he does go over to San Diego and works, and he gets better at hitting, I think he's going to be better. Either way, I think we could have probably let it sweat out a little bit more to the end of the week, and maybe got more high end talent because these GMs who are on the brink of contention or who are contending would have paid top dollar for him just because of the of the time crunch. I don't see the need for us getting rid of him this early, I, I, especially with all the teams that were rumored to be in on this. Like San Diego, to me, should have been out of the question because they are already basically in contention. They really are. We should have went with somebody who probably was It was probably on the brink there because we know damn well that they would sell their farm basically for Adam Frazier. That right there would have been a, an automatic win in my book. But we're getting, yes, the number five guy, but we're also getting a guy who strikes out. A 69 hitter, not too, not too great. I, I love Mason Martin. I really do. But I don't want two Mason Martins because I want Mason Martin to freaking be Mason Martin. I don't want another guy like that. I, I look at this trade and it just baffles me. I, it really does. You know, I, I, I just look at the sheer return that we're getting. To me, I think we've gotten way more for Joe Musgrove. I think we've gotten way more for... Jamison Tyon, who is, was an annual injury or injured list trip. This baffles the hell out of me. And normally, you, I mean, Nate, I have, sw- I have sung Ben Sherrington's praises for how long? I have said that I love his moves. I trust him, blah, blah, blah. I still trust him. Not too high on this move. But at the same time, we're human. We all make mistakes. And I don't see this trade going very far, even though we got their number five prospect. We could have gotten a much sweeter deal if you would have just let it mature until the end of the week. But no, Charrington, for some reason, pulled the trigger this early. I, I don't understand it. I'm probably not going to be a fan of this trade for, for a while, if ever. Well, we need to see this production. We better see production from all of these prospects that we're getting. And we better see some real big moves coming up because this is not okay to me. It really isn't. I think it is the one of the worst trades under Charrington's regime, um, and I don't. I, I it, it's got to be justified. It's going to be a long road for this. This is terrible, and I'm not. I'm probably going to be the only person singing this, but 
heed my advice. We could have gotten a lot more for Adam Frazier, but nope. We decided to pull the trigger way too early in my That's definitely a fair analysis. I mean, I will say on your point of waiting, you know, perhaps Sherrington could have waited until the actual deadline to, you know, drive the price up. But who's to say at this point in time that he didn't get, you know, an offer that blew his mind? I mean, I I can't say either way what, like, you know, if that was or was not the case. But I just, you know, I look at this. I do really like Adam Frazier. I think he's been really fun to watch this year. But you got to put the asterisks on this year. Before this season, if if you were to tell me that he would fetch, you know, any return at all, I would, I would, I don't know if I would agree that he would. But I just, you know, I look at it and I think they got Marcano. And like we've been saying, that is the main piece. And I think along with that, they got two lottery tickets. And from the start, I've been all about just getting guys that could evolve into top prospects, top guys. And I, I just, I do trust Ben Sherrington. I can't judge, judge a trade, you know, as soon as it happens and, you know, say that it's good or bad. I'd, I'd like to see. And Jake, you might be right. This might be uh, a nothing trade. They may have gotten absolutely nothing for Adam Frazier, but until I'm proven wrong, well, not me, but until this trade is proven wrong, I I have to give Sherrington the benefit of the doubt. Uh, like I said, I like that he's acquiring younger players, not, you know, 24-year-old freaking Brandon Moss, like back in the day when Neil Huntington traded Jason Bay for, you know, Brandon Moss at Andy LaRoche and company. They weren't those were quad A guys at the time when they traded for him. At least with this trade, we'll see Marcano. He might be a quad A guy, but at least the other guys, they're they're down there. And like every trade that we've seen, I have to say, when the Jameson Tyon trade was made, I had no freaking clue who they traded for. They were nothings. Whenever the Musgrove trade happened, I had zero clue who they traded for. But as time has gone on, these players that they have traded for have really blossomed into legit prospects. And until I see that that's not the case, I mean, I can't complain about it. I really can't. And I probably do sound like a Pirates homer right here. And I am, I am the optimist on this podcast, but, uh, I just I didn't see I didn't see the Pirates getting that big name, that big top 100 guy, that big shiny prospect, you know, the Joey Bart for the Giants, whatever, whoever you want to say, you know, whatever prospect. I just didn't see that happening and I can't be too mad. Um I just want to say here, Corey commented on our Spotify green room comment section here that's what we're on right now recording spotify green room Corey said marcano has spent very little time in the minors no double a only part of this triple a season do you think we let him sit in triple a for a while or bring it up right away um i don't know 
Jake, I guess return aside, where do you see the Pirates from the rest of the season on? I mean, who plays second base now? What does the lineup look like? Who's the new leadoff hitter for this team? What do you what do you think is going to happen from here on out? Besides what you think about the good or bad return? About the team itself, I think that it would be wise to put Wilmer Defoe at the top of the lineup and put him at second base. I mean, he's been just as effective hitting-wise. Well, actually, can't really say just as because Adam Frazier's on a whole new level with that. But right, I think right. it'd be smart to put Defoe at second and bat him... Uh, I guess I guess lead off because it seems like that's the only place we could put him right now. And um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think who else we could bring up. I mean, we have notable talent in AAA that we could bring up just to be a placeholder. So Defoe, yeah, viable option to start at second, and then we got guys in AAA who we could probably use as a placeholder. D Strange Gordon, we didn't sign him for nothing. TJ Rivera got him up there too. I mean, we got options. God forbid we bring Cole Tucker back up. Yeah, I don't want to see that, but I mean, who knows the hell what the hell they're gonna do with that? I, so, but but yeah, I I I really think that our best option is to start Defoe and probably call up D Gordon or something. I I think that would probably be our best bet. Um, yeah, that's that's all I see. Now, hopefully they they produce. Yeah, I I I uh. I think Castro needs to come up now. I think he needs to get every day at bats at second base. I do think new Pirates, Mark Cano, needs to come up and get some at bats as well, perhaps at second base. As far as leadoff hitter goes, if I'm the Pirates, I might as well just get funky with it, honestly. I don't care. Maybe Hayes leads off a day. Maybe Reynolds leads off a day. Maybe freaking John Nagowski leads off for the Pirates one of these days. I don't care. Maybe Jacob Stallings is the leadoff hitter. I I don't care. The rest of the season, obviously, I don't think it matters all that much. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. As far as the trade goes, one more time, the Pirates have traded second baseman Adam Frazier to the San Diego Padres. Adam Frazier, one of the league leaders in hits, Batting average, he's done it all this year, hitting-wise. He's been really great. The Pirates have received Tucapita Marcano. They've received Jack Suwinski, outfielder in double-A, power hitter, draws walks. He strikes out a lot, but he draws walks, 22 years old. And they have also received Michel Miliano. He's a pitcher. He has strikeout stuff, but he also walks a lot of guys. A lot of projects in this trade. We'll see if it works out for the Pirates. We'll see if it works out for Sherrington. We'll see. I mean, we've been saying this. I've been very happy with Sherrington and how he is added to the farm system. I personally think that he's just adding more pieces, creating more competition. Who the hell wants to make it to the majors? Who wants to be a part of this next Pirates winning team? Um, we'll see if these guys are a part of the next winning team for the Pirates. Uh, we'll see. Um, Jake, any last thoughts before we sign out of here? Episode 33. I'll call it episode 33 and a half since we got crashed there at the end. But uh, any last thoughts? Well, I think this is a signal that's going to be a very busy week and people yep. who we don't want to see traded is going to be traded. Um, 
I, I'm always, I'm going to carry. I'll say this right now, no matter how good or how bad this trade turns out, I'll I'll carry it to my grave that they should have waited a little bit longer to let this mature and let general managers, you know, take their time on it. I hope Outfit. the best. I hope the best for Adam Frazier. Hopefully, he gets a ring over there in Slam Diego. I mean, I agree. He deserves it. He's great. Um, but, and I hope these guys develop well. But I'm not holding my breath. I want to be proven wrong, but I should I say off Twitter this week if I'm going to get this enraged over Twitter over trades? Heck I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I will say I agree with you. As someone who is a Pirates fan and who follows the Pirates, I take great joy in following former Pirates journeys and seeing them succeed. So you know when I see Charlie Morton just balling out in game seven of a playoff series. I love seeing that. When I see Garrett Cool strike out 13 batters, Tyler Glass now strike out 30, 13 batters in a game, I love seeing it. When I see Travis Ishikawa, I was talking about this earlier, hit a huge home run for the Giants in the World Series a few years back, I love seeing it. So I'm rooting for Adam Frazier big time. I hope he is great in San Diego. I hope he leads off for them. I hope he gets an extension there, to be honest. And um, what's better than moving from Pittsburgh to San Diego? I'll ask you that right now. Not much, in my opinion. Get that weather. It's going to be good for him. But uh, for the Pirates, I'm okay with it. Until, until it turns sour, until it sounds like it sucks, I'm all right with it. We'll see what happens, though. Jake, where do we follow you on Twitter? Follow me at underscore Radio Jake on Twitter. Awesome. Follow me at Nathan underscore Hirsch, H-U-R-S-H, on Twitter. Follow Bucks Dugout at Bucks Dugout on Twitter. Follow our awesome producer who gave me the pronunciations of the names because these are some pretty tough names. Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner on Twitter. I saw he just got a little verified check next to his name, so uh, good for him. Follow him. And uh, we'll be back. Honestly, we didn't even talk about the series this weekend. Good for the Pirates. They took two out of three at the Giants after being swept disgracefully at the uh, Diamondbacks. It was so pathetic to see that. But the Pirates took two or three this weekend, so we'll see what happens. We'll be back with more. We'll see what trades happen. We'll see what goes on. But, uh, Jake, thank you as always for joining me. We'll be back to see what, what other trades unfold this week. And, uh, yeah, SB Nation, Bucks Dugout, Talk the Plank. This is it. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Peace.